1: Welcome everybody to a special edition of the Green Industry Podcast. You may not recognize my voice, maybe you do, but I am Jason Creel and I am the guest host today of the Green Industry Podcast. Paul Jameson is my guest, maybe you are familiar with him. Paul, have you ever had a guest host before? No, sir, you're the first one. Okay, we'll see if this is a good idea or a bad idea. I'm not really sure. Paul has come over to my House in Alabama. He doesn't live too far away. And we are uh, making some content. So, Paul, I've got some questions. Now, when you do podcasting, do you, do you have any questions or are you just basically shoot from the hip?
2: I have a few emergency questions. So, if the uh, podcast is, is going south, I, I kind of have a couple questions to ask to bail myself out. But other than that, I just let my curiosity take me
1: okay i'm very curious about your life paul so this should i shouldn't have to go with any emergency questions all right let me ask you this if you meet somebody you know what when men meet each other off time they ask what do you do for a living kind of thing when you meet somebody new and they say "Hey, paul uh you know i'm a i'm a plumber or i'm a whatever and they say "What, what do you do what do you tell them i say i'm a thought leader in the lawn care and landscaping industry and then and they look at you kind of weird when you say you were a thought leader.
2: Yeah. And then they're like, well, what does that mean? And I was like, well, I host a podcast. I help, you know, help serve the the lawn care landscaping industry. And eventually they see like they'll see on Instagram. and they're like, Oh, 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 oh. Like they'll see. Eventually they kind of figure it out. But it's hard to explain to older folks, especially. They they just don't quite get it. My parents for years are like, what do you do again?
1: Well, that's what I was going to ask. Do you have family or friends that still think, like, I know you've been doing this for a while. But do, they, do you have people in your family that still think, why don't you have a job or, you know, say stuff like
2: that? Yeah. For, for a long time, my parents were like, what do you do? What's this podcast stuff? Yeah. Do they ever listen to it? I, I think one time I kind of showed my dad. He he doesn't know how to, like, open Spotify or Apple or whatever. So while I was with him one time, I showed him. I was like, you know, people, like, click on this and Listen.
1: I'm pretty so. sure my dad's never uh, listened to a podcast, so that you, you're not alone in that. Well, when you do the podcasting, how do you come up with like the topics you're gonna, for you know, plan out or the guest list? Because I mean, you're basically are you five days a week or six days a week or how? how... Yeah,
2: guaranteed five days, and sometimes I'll crank out a bonus episode. Okay, and so I, that's a
1: lot of pressure. I'm just saying, from me, I do YouTube videos, and things. it's hard to sometimes come up with new content. So how do you? Go about planning out your topics, your guest
2: list, things like that. Yeah, two two main ways. So I do uh, business consulting and coaching. And so if I'm doing a coaching call with somebody, typically what kind of questions they're asking me, I'm just taking notes. Because I'm like, if this person's has this issue in their business, then more than likely somebody else does. So really, I think the main part is taking away from the coaching calls what guys are calling me, asking me.
1: Paul, is there, are you able to look back at your podcast episodes and see, like, what was
2: your most listened to podcast of all time? Yes, sir. What is that? Uh, last I checked, it was, there's top three. Okay. Um, Al Blades, uh, very, very popular fellow, I guess, because that, that one exploded. I interviewed him. He, he kind of shared his story. And guys, excuse my voice. Uh, I, I don't, I think, I don't, anyway. My 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 voice ain't normal today, Jason. That's all right. You've been working hard. I, I had a really really crazy week. So um, and stay tuned. Big 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 working on a big big project. that will come out soon. Um, <laughs> the number two one was Keith Kalfitz and Sean Spencer. We had a three hour podcast at a hotel at the Entrepreneur Academy, and uh, it was started at like eleven p.m. and and Keith started getting real deep, and then Sean started crying, and and, and Keith started crying, and. It was a really cool moment, um, or or moments. Three hours. That one's really, really popular. And then Liz Fullerton was on the show with Brian, and they shared the story of how they. Um, I, I don't know if you know. Did I tell you the story how Liz ripped up their family dreams that was on the refrigerator? They, uh, they, I don't remember hearing that. They had their dreams uh, and goals written on the refrigerator, and I think Liz got fed up with Brian one night, and she took the dreams and she ripped it up all the little sheets of paper so brian came home and he saw all their family goals and dreams ripped up and it was on the kitchen floor so he got mad and crying and liz was in a room crying going to sleep or whatever and uh brian picked up all the family's goals that were ripped up into shreds he put them in a ziploc bag and he put it back on the refrigerator like he's going to keep fighting for this. Yeah. And, um, so anyway, the episode was crazy because what, what one of those goals was they wanted to buy what you have, which is three acre property. And uh, I had, they had just purchased that like right before I came to town. So they're like, we achieved our goal, but it wasn't an easy path. And actually, we, we almost gave up three years ago. Yeah. So that, that one's super powerful. If you guys go back, uh, it's episode 200, I believe.
1: Well, that's interesting. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, uh, do you, which podcast do you, do you pretty much always have a guest now or do you still do some solo ones?
2: Well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get better at the solo ones. I try to do guests because yeah. some of my solo ones, I was I a was long-haired juggernaut. I was at Equip last year and he came up to me. And he's like, hey, man. And he's like, I was listening to your podcast on the way over here. And uh, he's like, it was kind of boring though. So I turned I it off. <laughs> I, uh, I said, oh, man. Did I have a guest or was I solo? He's like, no, you're riding solo and, and you're getting bored. So I had to tune you off. I was like, oh, man, Juggernaut. So I try to have guests now. That that really hurt my feelings.
1: I got you. You, re- <laughs> you recover. Well, tell us about your, you, as you've been doing the podcast and then you've been doing that for a while, but then you also, you, YouTube and doing Instagram, your Instagram and TikTok, all that's kind of blown up a little bit. <laughs> and so how is that helping you? Am I talking too loud? No, no, no. I just had to
2: clear my throat, Simon. Oh, okay.
1: I got you. Well, tell us about that and how how it's um, blowing up for you and and opportunities that that's led you to. Yeah. Well,
2: you know, when we grew up, Jason, you're about early 40s. I'm 41. Yeah. All right. Early 40s. (laughs) So uh, when we grew up, uh, we watched, you know, NBC... Uh, they'd have, MB, you know, basketball on NBC, Michael Jordan or whatever. Craig Elo and Mike Mark Price for the Cavs. I don't know if you followed them.
1: Yeah, I know them. And uh, and Mark Price could shoot some free throws. Yeah, man, he ain't.
2: lives in the metro Atlanta area. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he's good at free throws, threes. Well, Anyway, they had NBC, they had ABC, they had CBS, they had Fox. That's what you watch. Well, now in this younger generation, they watch TikTok and Instagram and YouTube and Facebook. And uh, the different ages watch different things, but those four is where people's attentions are now. It's, it's on Instagram. It's on YouTube. It's on Facebook. Well, with the TV and radio back in the day, there was, you didn't get on unless you had a big, 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 big money. I mean, you had to pay big money to get on those or, you know, even do an advertisement or whatever. It wasn't like you just, oh, I'm going to be on NBC in primetime or whatever. Yeah, mostly like cigarettes and beer companies, about the only ones that can afford it. Right. Well, now you have the opportunity, and I don't know how long it will be this way, to, to, to potentially be in front of millions of people if, if you can put out good content. And so um, I've just been trying. I mean, I used to make videos about sports back in the day, and, and now I'm making videos about lawn care-related um, content So I'm just trying my best. And and, uh, the big views came this summer, but for years I was making videos and I wasn't blowing up as the youngsters would say. So uh, it's been fun. What about
1: as far as like burnout? Do you ever feel that, and and I know this relates to some people that are in the lawn care industry, but how do you podcast every day? I mean, is it still something that you just just love it and, and it's great and I just enjoy it all the time? Or is there
2: times where you have to push through or how do you kind of, how do you you have to push through something? Mr. Producer tells me or reminds me, I I know it, but he reminds me is you need to get uh, people to know, like, and trust you. And then that works in a home service based business that works in social media. And so the way I build trust is if I say I'm going to show up uh, weekly or pardon me every day during the week, Monday through Friday, then I'm building trust. And so if I would miss an episode. That, that would break that trust. So people trust me to be there for them in the morning to provide a high level value of content. And so that responsibility and wanting to serve my audience, it's a lot of pressure. And so of course there's times I don't want to hit record. I don't want to make the podcast. I, I'm exhausted and I want to go lay out at the pool. You know what I mean? So yeah, the, the, there's burnout and I've been burnout in lawn care before Jason, maintenance. You know when it rains and you got all these yards to do and, and no, you don't want to go do it on Friday and then i have to do it again on Saturday because it rained on Monday and Tuesday. I've been burned out with that. I've been burned out with landscape enhancements where I'm doing a sod job or a, uh, I remember a 75 yard, literally 75 yards of mulch for a uh, peerless price. He's a football player for the Tennessee uh, volunteers back the day. Well, anyway, stressed out, you know what I mean? And, and burnt out on, on landscape jobs and it's the same exact thing in podcasting. I've, I've been burnt out for sure absolutely so how do you
1: press through i mean you you
2: does it or does it come in ebbs and flows like and then you you get on mr a new- producer and, and caleb and brian and naylor know exactly what i'm talking about you'll get a little text from mr producer oh. hey uh, just just checking uh, on monday's episode <laughs> oh i know but i'm and, saying the joy of it do you, oh, does, the,
1: does it come back and you're like oh, oh, i'm
2: kind of loving doing this again yeah you know? you know i just got a dm from paul Kamara. All right, let me read this. Uh, Paul Kamara. I've heard that name. He, he's he? he? He does like the nicest edges on, uh, on Instagram. Oh, okay. And he, he's up in like Rhode Island or Connecticut or Vermont or New Hampshire. I don't know that part Can of the Can I country. just comment
1: on that, though? Yeah, go
2: ahead. Did did sometimes, and people don't realize this, you know,
1: have you, would you admit, Paul, that some of the Instagram posts you've done with us mowing grass, they've gotten a few negative comments possibly and even uh, question whether we have ever been on a lawnmower before and all this other stuff. So, you know, the, the comments are horrible. Well, people don't understand that some grasses edge better than others, and some grasses obviously strike better than others. So somebody from Rhode Island, and I have nothing against Paul, it's Paul, whoever, um, I'm sure he edges fantastic um, but I get people and it's like, where's the stripes? Where's the stripes? And it's yeah. like, listen, man, it's the wrong kind of grass. It doesn't stripe, you know, yeah. And well, I look their at, ignorance.
2: Well, yeah. Well, anyway, it was encouraging because he had sent me yeah. a message that he listened to my show. So I'm like, when you got these high, high, high performing, like super high level people that I really respect yeah. listening to my show, it's like, oh man, like I, it, it motivates me to be even better with the next episode. Cause yeah. it's like, you never know who's listening. And if they're going to hit play, I want to provide value. Um, in regards to that, yeah, like, Jay Jacobs puts out these crazy nice stripes, but he's got tall, you know, tall whatever it is, a yeah. fescue or something Surf like that. Tall fescue yeah, he's in Illinois. And and people don't understand, Zoysia Bermuda, it doesn't quite work like that. Um, There's a guy named Ron Henry. I'm going to try to go film his backyard because he's a real mower. Uh, he's from Gainesville, Georgia. Yeah. He knows who you are. Yeah, I've seen his videos. Yeah, so, anyway, I think that'd be cool content. But, yeah, it's just, you know— there's things we can do with uh, warm season grass that you can't do with cooler season yeah. grass and, and go ahead i actually
1: outlined my flower bed with zoysia grass just one strip of zoysia sod around the border because it edges so much cleaner and crisper than bermuda and so it's like one strip of zoysia right around the border nice and then it's bermuda the rest of the way. so i thought i'm gonna give me a nice crisp edge on that zoysia
0: Ever wish every day was Donut Friday? Us too, but we can't help with that. Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call 1-844-996-2518 or visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to learn more. GPS Track It.
2: With QuickPair technology and the Rainbird mobile app, you will have instant access to customize a watering schedule from anywhere. The mobile-first interface provides homeowners with the convenience they've come to expect while offering contractors the easiest and fastest programming experience available. Building upon Rainbird's legacy, the RC2 controller delivers the expertise of an irrigation company and the vision of a leader to save time, water, and money.
0: Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com.
2: Don't forget to grab your ticket to attend Equip Expo in Louisville, Kentucky this October 18th through 21st. Use my name, Paul, and you'll save 50% off. The Equip Exposition is the event of the year for those who work in our line of work. There's no better trade show to test before you invest in new products, innovations, and even ideas for your business. You can talk to the teams behind the most useful machines, products and technology that we use daily and then test drive them for yourself in the nearly 30 acre outdoor demo yard with 25 plus education sessions two nights of free concerts and networking with thousands of pro landscapers this show is the future of your business register at equipexposition.com.
1: Uh well i had another thought paul one thing i've noticed about you and and you're kind of a would you describe yourself as a clean freak, basically? Absolutely. Yeah, Paul's not dirty. Now he doesn't like dirty things. He keeps his his stuff really neat and intact, which I think is a, mostly a positive thing. So, um, but I think it also goes with your personality. What I've noticed, like when you do uh, your website, is like excellent. Like you and I'm I'm trying to improve mine. Like people don't you won't settle for like a, a sorry website or, and you told me like we're sitting here podcasting, you got this fancy podcast machine. You said, well, I just got the, the next best one that just came out and all this. So like, w- tell me about a little bit about this mentality of just excellence in all things in your podcast and in the quality of the podcast and the equipment you use, your website, like what drives that? I mean, is that just because you think, quality sales or is that something just personally that you have a standard you hold yourself to or what about that?
2: Yeah I I like that word excellence and there's a ancient proverb that says if you are um, basically skilled in what you do you'll stand before kings not before obscure men and so an example I share before because I kind of taught I'm passionate about excellence who's one of the best basketball players of our generation? you tell me, modern generation or, our, or our generation. when I was kids I oh, know
1: us well I mean I I was a Spurs fan so I love Dave Robinson Tim Duncan but you know people are going to say Michael Jordan or you know or now today LeBron and all right that. and so
2: back to the ancient proverb if you're skilled in what you do you'll stand before kings not before obscure men but let's use LeBron as an example as the best basketball player of our generation love him or hate him or off court I'm just talking on court whatever he's, he's the best at what he did when he was in his prime so I remember when, uh, and again, I'm not, this is zero political or whatever. It's just to prove the point. I remember when they were in the NBA finals and, uh, president Barack Obama got off his, uh, his flight. He didn't get go down the stairs and can keep doing what he'd do. And he was telling a story how he had to watch the rest of the game. So the president at that time was watching the best basketball player. So you, you have to be the best if you're going to get in front of, uh, Kings or whatever, or so in business, you need to separate yourself from the pack. You you need to be irresistible. You need to be the best. And, uh, you know, with this podcast, for example, and I'm so thankful for our sponsors. You know, we started out, but you know, talking off air with Golf Coast bookkeeping now, thankful for them. But eventually I want to be, you know, get the best of the best of the best of the best companies uh, to be, you know, to to support what we're doing here and things like that. So it's like, I want to create the best in the, in the littlest details. And then you do that over time. And that excellence is going to spread out. And so I'm addicted to excellence. Um, I just wish I had more money because I could, I would do things even grander, bigger, but it's incrementally. And and the Lord knows I'd act a fool if I had too much money. So we'd be, (laughs) uh, I could drop a hundred grand in one afternoon, building an awesome studio It's effortlessly. So yeah, money's a little scary
1: sometimes I think. Uh, Well, I I think on that point of being excellent, I always tell people in the lawn care business, like, not all competition is real competition. I mean, if you're going to start a lawn mowing business next year and you go out there and you you really take excellence serious as far as your punctuality, as far as equipment or your brand and all that. Mm-hmm. And I understand, like you said, people have to start with what they can afford. You can't just, I'm not saying go take out some massive loan, um, but you will immediately separate yourself from a lot of the competition. And I think people and the customers pick up on that i mean you it's not just our industry any kind of service industry they're like oh i tried to get a electrician to show up or i tried to get the hvac guy to come and it was terrible and awful and they're so busy it's like if you had somebody that was
2: decent they can almost name their price i'm not saying literally no pretty much you show up on time i mean you don't have to have the nicest mower or and i would recommend getting the nicest pieces of power equipment as soon as you can but Mow the grass nice. Make sure your blades are extra sharp. Edge really nice around the borders. Here in uh, I'm in Georgia, Atlanta today, but in a part of me, I'm in Alabama today, but back in Atlanta. I mean, blow off the grass when you're done. Just walk over the yard and give it a finishing touch blow. Just be immaculate, and then you know that gets out fast. That you that you do a really good job and you show up and you're clean cut. I mean, it's it's so simple <laughs> separate yourself from back in the pack in Atlanta market. And there's so much. There's so much money being spent on landscaping in Atlanta. It's outrageous.
1: Well, I want to use a different example for the for to make the same point, and somebody we both know, but uh, Alan Hayne, the lawn care, not you know, I feel like, and I commend you for your excellence, and I feel like he's the same way, like he. Uh, the times I've been around him, he's just very professional in how he does. He's super personal and all that, but he takes what he does seriously. He's very good at it. And so just an example, he's got 500,000 uh, subscribers on YouTube, been doing it a long time. But I saw his video. He recently did a, a video, and I looked at it, and it was one of the most well-done videos I had ever seen on YouTube. Now, he may have the budget to be able to do some things that most people can't do, but I think sometimes people, once they get a little bit of momentum, and I'm I'm happy to hear this from you, then they kind of just relax a little bit. And I think uh, what I see from him, he's doing great, and he's just pressing forward and even raising his standards. Same thing with you. Yeah. You know, like your podcast has got a lot of momentum. Your Instagram got a lot of momentum. And instead of just saying, okay, good, I made it, you're, you're sort of pressing on to the next level. I, I feel
2: like I'm in the basement foundation, square one, but just, we're just getting started. So yeah absolutely in the hebrew language jason every letter has like a um, numerical value to it and it has a meaning so every word's important in in original hebrew the word retirement isn't even in the whole language it's 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 not it's a word we've made up in america because i think it was like the 1800s they they made up retirement but I'm planning on working until I can't work no more to serve people. Like I, I'm just, it's, a, it's addicting to me. So yeah, if definitely I, be it's just slow down. It's not in, I, Yeah, I'm going harder, harder. And like what Mr. Beast does, he's a YouTuber. He reinvests. Like if he makes X amount of money on a video, he just reinvests. It rolls into the next and builds and builds and builds. And so I'm just like humble beginnings now, but I, I got big, big, visions for the future. Yeah.
1: You threw Mr. Beast out there like he's a YouTuber as if he's not like the premier YouTuber of all of YouTube. He goes like, my son loves him because he gives out Teslas and all this other stuff. Um, well, I, I think that's uh, inspiring to me because like I said, I'm, I'm trying to to keep raising my standards as well. And I've seen, you. we talk sports sometimes, you see these guys all the time, they get some huge contract, like they're so great, they get the huge contract, and for a lot of them, they're never the same after that. And I feel like the reason is, yeah, they're getting a little bit older, but they just don't work as hard. They don't press on as as much. And so yeah, I, that's I think a- it's hard. It's a mental battle. You know, it's a mental battle. Like, am I going to keep – and I think you made a good point about the retirement because if your main goal is, like, I'm just going to make enough money so I can just don't have to work anymore, then I think that's really not the best – Reason to motivate. There needs to be deeper and better motivations because if what I mean, if I hit the lottery tomorrow, which I don't buy lottery tickets, but I'm just saying, if I got a lot of money. I mean, what are you going to do? Just sit around and watch TV all day? I mean, like you need a purpose of why you're doing what you're doing outside of money. And I'm not, I'm not anti-money by any means.
2: Yeah, I mean, we have to serve one another. We have to serve people. That's that's what we're put on the earth to do. And so retirement's just selfish because you're just you're just consuming you're not contributing to society so i think people that are like uber wealthy
1: like athletes in hollywood stuff it it puts them in a very awkward position because they don't have to work and but you see the ones that some of it's like it's not about like tom brady's not playing football this year because he just needs a little bit extra money in his bank like he just wants to play and wants to be great and all that yeah Um, anyway i don't know I think it relates though, because lawn care people in general, I mean, like I said, they're they're not in a position where they got millions of dollars that they need to work for the money. But I think what I'm getting at is you need deeper motivations than just money.
2: Yeah. And financial independence and and making money is a motivation. Uh, Again, an ancient proverb, Jason, is that we're supposed to leave an inheritance to our children's children. So you need to be wealthy enough that when it's time to bite the dust that you have so much money accumulated to give you have, you have four kids so you know each of your kids you give a bunch of money to but you have so much money that you're you're spoiling their grandkids with you know not not you know giving them an inheritance of some sorts so i think it, it, that is motivating the financial aspect but that's just a small part of the pie there has to be a deeper um like i wake up in the morning and i can't wait to go make not every day, but a lot of days, like I can't go wait to start work. Like it, you got, you have to find what you're created for and, and do with passion. And it, it's a, it's around serving people. And so I'm starting to see this Jason. Uh, Cause I, I, I used to not realize how important my endorsement is. If I say, Hey, use this company, you know, well, you have a lot of people listening. And if someone uses that company, they have a bad experience. Like, oh, you know, whatever. So I'm starting to discern good companies versus bad companies. The good companies actually care about people. The bad companies, they just care about the money. They're just trying to make the next sale. They're just trying to get bigger and bigger, and make more money or whatever. And eventually that, 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 that's going to burn out. But if you actually genuinely care about serving someone, like in your case, you actually care that the yard's weed free and it looks nice and you treat it just like you treat your own yard, then it's like the money just kind of naturally flows. Like you just, uh, you kind of wake up you're like, oh, Dang, you know, you're on the to call Megan and Joey and they're like, things are getting better, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: I think people are, are, people and the customers can sense that too. They, they can sense typically like, Oh, my, my lawn guy genuinely cares. And he try if, you know, and I'm not saying you gotta have deep relationships with all your customers, send them birthday cards and all that. But you know, if you, they can tell the difference, because like I said, we've all dealt with contractors that are, less than
2: uh, the standard we're holding ourselves to. Well, guys, I hope you are enjoying this conversation with Jason. It's rare to have a friend who enjoys turf as much as I do. There's some guys in the lawn care landscaping business, and they're you know heavily focused on maybe the business side of things or on uh, building construction side of things. But there's a very few amount of guys out there. Ron Henry is one of them. Jason Creole, Alan Hayne. Uh, These guys just love grass. I'm talking the actual blades of grass, the actual turf, uh, just the actual health of uh, Bermuda, Zoysia, things of that nature. So it's always uh, fun to be around Jason uh, because we have so many similar interests, such as we just love grass and uh, we love this industry. We love, um, you know, other things uh, that are very uh, similar in our pursuits, you know, off the mower, so to speak. And uh, so, anyway, it's it's always fun hanging out with Jason. So I say that to say we will have um, more of this long conversation that Jason and I had, a little Joe Rogan type style. But uh, I don't want to just drop a three hour podcast on a Monday here. So we will uh, share that throughout the week, and uh, you can enjoy much much more of Jason and I's conversation if you smash that follow button. And turn on the bell for notifications. So when the next episode drops, you will be in the know. Also, if you guys are planning on going to the Equip Expo, register now. If you have not done so, just do it. Trust me, my first year, okay? I didn't know what I was doing. And I got to the uh, Kentucky Exposition Center. I was all pumped up. I was like, oh, I'm here, you know, let's go. And I had to wait in this long, but line. Okay. And I had to pay full price, which back then full price was $60. Now full price is $80. And so you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. When you're at the trade show this year, you'll see this humongous line and you'll think, man, what is that line? Is that, is that everyone that wants to meet Brian Fullerton? No, no, no. That line is to register and pay full price. You don't want to be that guy or that gal in that line. Uh, so if you register today, You can get maximum savings with the promo code Paul, and you might even be able to capitalize on early bird registration, perhaps. Uh, Just click on the link in today's show notes. Make sure to use promo code Paul. It's going to save you an additional 50% off. And there's so much fluctuating with the timing of the schedule, so it just depends what day you register. But if you do register before September 9th, the ticket's only twenty dollars promo code Paul save you 50 percent off that ten dollars you can register for ten dollars versus paying 80 bucks at the door and if you're listening to this after september 9th but before the equip expo you can still use promo code paul and save 50 percent off and uh depending on the date uh your, your final uh, registration price will probably be around 20 bucks so needless to say don't pay full price guys Use promo code Paul and save yourself some money. Do it right now. If you have not registered, just click on that link in today's show notes. What's that, Marty? Oh, it will. will, are you sure? All right. Well, Mr. Producer thinks if you click on the link in the show notes, it's automatically going to deduct the, uh, it's automatically going to use promo code Paul and get you the 50% off. So it'll be easy peasy for you. You just got to register there and get that all taken care of. So my voice is going, guys. It's it's about gone. So we will end today's episode right here. I'm going to go get a, a sip of my Dasani water in a cough drop and hope to catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks for listening.
0: This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.